What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. We spent a lot of time over at my dad's house yesterday, and I pulled a lesson from that time that I thought we could share because it's something that we can all apply and use and kind of work from within our own lives. So I titled today's episode, How to Focus on the Real Problem. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. My dad is going to be 72 in December, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy to think how quick time goes by. My mom has been gone for almost seven years in March, and ever since my mom passed away, that was a catalyst for a great deal of change in demeanor with my dad. He used to be this man that I, of course, admired and looked up to, but it was because of his strength and his nobility and the way that he carried himself with such ease of confidence. Those are lessons that I carry with me. And it's almost as though there was this shift that took place where he took that torch and he handed it to me completely. And what I mean by that is having to watch somebody die in the way that we watched my mom die for nine months. And the way that it almost seemed as though so many pieces of my dad also died. I was given their strength in a lot of ways and I was forced to. Clint, I was very lucky to have you and your support. However, the truth is that I didn't have much support at all from any of my brothers. And you would think that during a time like that, everybody would bond together and and do everything that needed to be done. However, after talking to clients and so many people inside of our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group, it seems as though there is always one child who is given the responsibility. They are assigned in this way as what I heard the the term that was used from somebody who's going through a similar situation is that she was assigned this position. And I thought that was really profound because without without any ordinance, without any kind of willingness, I feel like there is one child within the family usually who is assigned to be the the leader, the authoritarian, the one who has to take care of things. And that's definitely the case with me. But in looking back on things, I I also feel like I was given so much strength in being put in a situation like that when nobody else would step up. I learned a great deal. It made me question a lot of things. It made me realize how how there are so many elements that we will all go through. Everybody's parents will die. And yet we're never taught what happens when we go through something like that. I didn't know anything about the process of a coroner coming or, you know, having to my mom had such high level of narcotics. I didn't know at the time the process of being able to properly rid of those types of things and you know what would happen with bills and accounts and the whole element of a living trust like that that never happened. My parents never went through that. Of course I I did take my dad through that process after my mom passed away, but these are things that I believe we should all be taught. I believe that when you are a high school senior having real, real life education when it comes, you know, not just fucking home ec, but actual banking strategy and investing and how like the process of how it will be when you purchase a home or the variance between purchasing and renting, like all of those things I think are important for us to be able to learn. But most importantly, what happens when you're put in that situation with your parents, because it's something we will all go through. 
So I don't know why that's not a universal teaching. I truly hope that that one day changes. And when Clint and I went over to my dad's house yesterday, he, my little brother came over. He actually had a, a break-in at his house. And so he's showing me all these different cameras that he just had installed and all the different features with it. And he's super excited about it. And my dad starts bitching about how his camera isn't working. Clint and I got him a camera for his house and we set it up. And every time my dad pushes the wrong button on his phone, we have to reset it mm -hmm. up. And apparently it's been out for the last six months. Now I go into his app and because of my dad's confusion, when it comes to technology, he obviously had somebody else try to fix the problem and they entered their email and it turned into a big technical mess. But the point I want to get across is Clint goes outside and he grabs the camera and he brings it inside because it's completely dead, which is strange because my dad had it. My dad was a contractor. He owns his own construction company. And so he had this camera hardwired. So there's no way that this camera should be dead. And so my dad, when I tell you he's angry, I'm talking like everybody else is at fault and this freaking camera isn't mm -hmm. working kind of angry. And he gets very, it's very easy now that he's getting older for him to get upset and more so he gets worked up upset. And I know you know what that's like because we've all gone through that, but we've also seen what that's like with somebody who's, who's aging. And so it kind of made me laugh because Clint and I have similar cameras and we have them hooked up to solar. We don't have them hardwired, but even doing that, like it's very rare for them to die. And so it, it made me shake my head because my dad believes that it is the fault of the company that this device isn't working. But the truth is that it's his own fault that it isn't <laughs> working. And so I'm asking him, you know, is that, is that wire hooked up to like your, your doorbell? And did you shut your doorbell off? Is the doorbell hooked up to a switch? Like I'm asking him all of these questions and so long story short, he needs to fix that and <laughs> make sure that there's actually power running to the hard wire so that he can rehook up this camera and have everything fixed. And it made me realize that there are many times where we push the buck and we, we kind of take the blame and we place it on someone or something else without diving into the basics. And as, our, as we're driving home yesterday, Clint, I'm thinking about a situation that I was going through looking for an attorney. There's a labor law attorney I needed to hire, and there's this big mess with an employer that I used to work for, and I'm having a very difficult time having somebody that I can find who specializes in two particular elements of employment. And so after contacting over 20 attorneys, I finally needed to go back to the basics. I was just trying to research like local labor law attorneys, and I'm on the phone, and you go through intake, and you have all these consults, and Nobody understands, um, they understand the issue, but nobody understands or is educated in the particular field of pension plans and 401ks. So I stopped and I had to literally Google what type of attorney takes care of pension plans? <laughs> what type of attorney handles 401k plans? And by stopping and going back to the basics in that way, I realized that my general search of just looking for a labor law attorney was actually incorrect. And I think we all do that. We focus on the issue and we're so quick to almost categorize what the problem is but by stopping and getting back to the basics of literally just googling the the most simple thing in the same way of relating that to my dad's camera like what what could be the first problem right yeah. instead he went to like the the last problem but the very first problem would be the source of power mm -hmm. and we all too often do that with problems in our own lives because 
We're so used to the world moving in such a fast pace that we can't just stop and pause and get back to step number one. And I think it's something that we need to recognize within ourselves and it'll help us and certainly save a lot of time and stress in the long run. Yeah, I mean, it always sucks starting over at that step one, but 90% of the time, if you start there, your problem will be fixed before you even need to get to step two. And then we forget that because we've adapted to just going to, it has to be technology's fault instead of mine. And whatever else it may be, it's, it's, it's kind of just taking that moment, taking that deep breath. And, and I have this kind of a, a scenario where I look back at when I used to play video games all the time, you know, you're playing this video game and you're trying to pass this level and there's nothing you can do at that moment to pass that level. And so, you know, you take a break, you stop, you walk away from it and you grab something to eat, do whatever you're going to do. And then you go back to it later and then you pass it like super easy. And it's the same thing in life. It's, Sometimes you just need to step away for a minute, look at it from a different angle, and then approach it in that angle and see how it works out. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing, the way that the universe aligns these types of messages for us if we just stop and pay attention to it. Because the catalyst to this was actually me earlier in the week where I was attempting to publish a book that I worked really hard on. And Amazon wasn't recognizing the unique fonts that I used within my book. And I wasted about 20 hours trying to reformat. I, I mean, I even took the entire book and I turned it into JPEG. That means that I took all of the text and I turned the text into images, hoping that Amazon would then recognize that, hey, these are pictures, these aren't text. So like, you don't need to read my pictures. Mm -hmm. And I spent about 20 hours just redoing everything on this book. And I got to the point to where I told myself one day that I was going to fix this book. And then this, I don't remember what it was. I, that I was going to reward myself after. Do you remember what I told you? You. Oh, I got a new curling yeah. iron for Christmas. And it's the kind that like is almost like a blow dryer. And so I told myself, if I fix this, then I can use my new curling iron and test it out. And so I sat down for an hour and I thought about the difference between what I was doing versus what I could be doing. And I went back to the basics. What would the basics be? Well, with my book, you upload a cover and then you upload a manuscript. So I decided to go to step one, and I uploaded a manuscript to a completely different book that I had previously published that I know was just fine. And I went to go publish that with the existing cover that I had created. And lo and behold, it wasn't the manuscript issue at all. It was actually something on my cover. Amazon didn't like the way that a graphic of an avocado was <laughs> on my cover. I shit you not. So what did I do? Well, I went to my cover. I just made sure because I didn't want to keep doing this four more times. So I had four graphics on that cover. I deleted all four of those graphics. I uploaded something comparable. I went to go upload the correct manuscript with the newly formatted cover and boom, everything worked. <laughs> and it, it's amazing how just stopping and pausing because it, it was so technical for me. I even went back and forth with these Indians on Fiverr and they wanted like some outrageous amount of money. And then one of them requested access like he's trying to talk to me on LinkedIn and I'm like I don't have time for that mm -hmm. you know I, I just want this book published that way I can move forward I, I didn't want the lingering feeling of not having this book published so you know getting back to the basics like that whenever we are struggling with something I think we can all recognize when we're in that moment that we want to go straight to the end result or what could be the the biggest issue or you know and it's natural for us when we think of things medically 
right? We go, oh, I might have cancer. That's almost always the very first thought. But what if we just stopped for a second and we went back to the basics of the food that we're putting into our body? That would be literally step one. Or how much water we are or are not consuming. The level of exercise. Literally, baseline basics for healthcare. (laughs) And it's so difficult for us to do that. But it is something that we need to remind ourselves to be able to do because having our cortisol levels increased by stress like that on a regular basis is literally chipping away the days of our lives. And so I think it's important for us to recognize when that's happening, to give ourselves a pause, to step away for a second if we need that pause, and to know that there's probably an easier way out of this problem. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.